Welcome to Midweek in the Word, where each week we seek to become better readers, hearers, and doers of God's Word. This podcast is brought to you by Faith Bible Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, here is your host, Faith Bible Church's Adult Ministries Pastor, Pastor Brad Myers. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Midweek in the Word. Thanks for taking the time to join us, for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in and to follow us as we've uh, moved through this series this this fall, as we've moved through the series, What Does the Bible Say About? If you've been with us over the course of the last few weeks, we do hope you've enjoyed our brief discussion about the church. We've covered three of the four topics we're going to be covering about the church in our What Does the Bible Say About series. Um, we'll be tackling that fourth and final episode next week about the church here on the podcast because this week we're taking a little bit of time off from our normally or regularly scheduled programs, I think is the way they put that, uh, from our regular plan. And we've got another ministry highlight for you here on the podcast this week. Uh, Today, I'm excited to announce that I am joined by Tessa Harris, Faith Bible Church's administrative manager here at at the church. Uh, Tessa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. And I, I'm glad that you were willing to do this. I, I, I know we were trying to schedule it for a while, and we finally made it work. I'm sure, listeners, you'll get uh, enjoy getting the chance to hear a little bit about Tessa, hear a little bit about her ministry here at the church. But before we get to that, let me just remind you that this last Sunday, Tom tackled Hebrews 2, verses 5 through 9 in his message in, on Sunday. If you missed that, listeners, just be reminded you can always find any of those old messages on our website. Go to faithbiblelincoln.org. And if you hit that resources tab and click on the sermons button, you can find any of those old sermons that Tom or anyone else in the pulpit has preached that week. You can also search for Faith Bible Church's Sermons Feed podcast. Just search Faith Bible Church, Lincoln, Nebraska, wherever you get your podcasts, and look for the podcast with a black background and the white letters. That's the Sermons Feed podcast. You can catch up on any old sermons that you may have missed if you were out of town or you weren't able to join us on a Sunday morning. Uh, But listeners, as I mentioned before, this month we're taking a look at the largely unsung or possibly unnoticed aspect of ministry here at the church, Um, but one I'm sure that as uh, as you listen, you'll come to realize enables and makes possible every other ministry here at FBC as well. Tessa, uh, let's start by allowing you to introduce yourself here briefly for our listeners. Uh, In your best attempt, what is your one-minute testimony? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was born in a church-going family. I had grandparents all in a very small town that everybody went to church. Um, So I was there every Sunday. And I'm the youngest of four children. Um, I was not a planned baby. I was a surprise Uh baby. But um, kind of the neat thing was that I was always assured that God had a plan for me and a purpose for my life, mm. and I was definitely wanted, even though I wasn't planned. Um, so life was not perfect. Life was not easy for me all the time. Uh, my parents did end up getting a divorce, mm. and so at an early age, I saw the brokenness of sin and what that does. And so at age eight, I realized that I wanted to surrender my life to Christ and be baptized. So at age 10, I finally was able to do that and make that public Mm -hmm. declaration. So um, life has not always been exactly perfect and easy, and I haven't Mm -hmm. always made the right choices, but I have continued to stay faithful to God and continue to surrender my life to Him. Mm -hmm. What, a, what, a, what an interesting story. It's amazing how 
everybody's road to that is, is a little bit different, what God does, how he challenges them, how he brings them to a realization of their own brokenness, their own sin. Um, it's, it's amazing that no two stories are the same, and yet God's faithfulness in everybody's lives that I've had on the podcast so far. Listeners, you're familiar if you've been listening in on all of them. Um, it's just a fun reminder of who God is and uh, yeah. why we can trust his character, yep, for sure. so good. Okay, so you're, you're not, real quickly, you're not yeah. from Lincoln. What's the small town? Where are you from? I'm from Clay Center, Nebraska, ah, so okay. kind of 20 minutes southeast of Hastings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a person from a small town, Nebraska myself, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I am familiar. I am familiar. Listeners, you may have no idea where this town is on the map. Um, but you can Google it. But you can Google it. You can always find it. Okay, so, so born and raised in Clay Center. Yeah. How did you end up here? How did you end up on staff at Faith Bible Church? So God just kind of brought me, um, and I got married to Derek um, right after one year of college. We met in college in Missouri mm. at a small Bible college, Moberly, Missouri. And um, we got married and lived in Illinois for one year and then moved to Lincoln, Nebraska okay. to be closer to um, my family and to get a different perspective and fresh start. And so we've lived in Lincoln, Nebraska now for, I think we said 18 years now. Mm, wow. So, Wow. Um, is it home now? It yeah. is home. Yeah. We've been at Faith Bible for um, 14 years out of wow. those 18. And so, yeah, so I thought I was pretty good at staying in the background and staying in the shadows and not being noticed, but um, someone came up to me and approached <laughs> along me. came Brad and ruined all of that, yep. right? It's pretty public now. <laughs> Very good. Well, but at one point, um, there was a job opening, and somebody approached me about if I'd be interested because um, I seem to have the skills to, to fill it, and so... Um, that's how I was approached, and then I went through the interview process. And I'm not—I'm still not sure how my name got mentioned or who even knew who I was. Um, I had served in first grade ministry for years, um, for nine years actually, and so I thought I was just going to hang out with kids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, if you're out there, be warned. Like somebody knows who you are, and be careful. No. Yes. Uh, well, we're really glad to have you on staff. How, how long? Remind me. How long have you been on staff at this point? I've been here for a year. Good deal. Yep. Good deal. Well, we've been blessed by your ministry and appreciate the opportunity to work together uh, here at the church. Um, now, lastly, related to the personal aspect of this, sure. uh, what is a favorite verse of yours um, and why is it significant to you? Mm. Well, I love the whole of Psalm 139, mm. <clears throat> all of it about how God um, intimately knows us and yet loves and cares for us. And so... In verse 14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them full well. And it's just such a good reminder to me that God doesn't make mistakes, and he is purposeful and makes good things. And so um, I feel like in my life, he has shown himself faithful and um still likes me. <laughs> so not because of anything that I've done, but um, just because of his son, Jesus. Mm. So sweet. Mm. Very good. Very good. Well, listeners, hopefully this is an opportunity to get to know Tessa a little bit more. Maybe you know her personally, or maybe this is news to you. Um, but I love the chance to opportunity to, to share a little bit about even the people that are largely invisible that most people don't think of, um, to get a chance to know some of the people here on staff. 
Um, okay, let's let's shift gears here a little bit from sure. from the personal into a little bit about about your role. Because again, if if you if we're going to presume that most people don't know exactly what you do, then um, we need to fill them in a little bit on that. Okay, so could you give us a, a hint? Um, dealing with the finances, dealing with the administrative aspect of the church, what does a typical week look like for you here at Faith Bible? So basically, I just keep the books. I'm. Um, make sure that the bills get paid. I come in and I enter the total giving, um, not individual giving, but the total overall and make sure that everything is balanced out, that the bills are being paid and cleared and all of that's good. Also, this time of year is really busy because we start to think ahead to the next year. And so mm. we start to work on budgets. And so I also get the joy of sitting with each ministry and getting to know what what they would like to see God do um, in their ministry specifically for the next mm. year, how they feel God is moving, and what doors could mm. be opened that way. Yeah. I, I love that you preface this with just, as if that's a, a minor task to accomplish. <laughs> as, as someone with a, a minor in business and a sister that's a CPA, that is not an easy task, all of that that goes into it. Nor is it easy to figure out from the ministries what their budgets are, <laughs> like especially yours truly. Uh, trying to figure out how to make that all drive is not easy. Um, but it's a task that absolutely has to take place if ministry for the rest of us can go on uh, as well. It's kind of taken for granted, I'm sure, in many ways. Um, but in order to do that faithfully, in order to do that continually and do a lot of, I'm sure, many weeks look pretty much similar yeah. sort of with those activities, there's got to be something motivating your ministry. So what are some key motivations that help you strive for excellence in this area as you do those activities week in and week out? Yeah, um, I think for me, honesty has been a big part of my life. Um, I really strive for um, to see honesty in other people and, and righteous living. I think that's what we're called to. And um, so Colossians 3.23 tells you to work, or to whatever you do, to work heartily as for the Lord and not Mm. for man. And so remembering whose I am and who I'm working for ultimately has been really motivational and really helpful for me. Mm. It's always good to hear that the person in charge of the finances and bookkeeping at the church has a high priority on honesty and righteousness. (laughs) I, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you, you always hear those stories of, you know, whenever a church makes headlines for uh, an individual in the church uh, embezzling funds, it's never a good thing. <laughs> so yes. I'm glad we're not in that boat. Uh, I'm glad that those things are of a high priority for you and appreciate that. Okay, shifting gears here just a bit more um, into the ways the body can be involved and be praying for what you're doing. What mm-hmm. What is a significant challenge? What's something that's difficult in this area of ministry? I think probably just a difficult thing is seeing all the ministries and getting excited about all the things and mm. trying to keep track of all the, the mm. ways that God's moving um, and then trying to get those to line up and to actually make that happen, um, just allowing God to work, but but really just keeping track of all of it. Yeah. It's yeah. probably the hardest challenge. A lot of spinning plates, a lot of bowl, a balls in the air, a yes. lot of... And I love that you talk about getting getting it aligned. You know, one of the mm-hmm. things that I know as I've talked to people in the church at different times that, that doesn't necessarily connect or people don't know intuitively is, you know, the budgeting process. When we're going through the budget, we're laying out the budget, everybody goes, okay, Faith Bible has this amount of budget. But thinking through all the line items and every time we do something in one area of ministry means we can't do something in another area right. and trying to get all those things to line up. There's a yeah. lot of numbers <laughs> involved in right. that. But a lot God of detail. is so good. 
good. I mean, God has just always yeah. been faithful about lining everything up, and you know, we just get to watch it. It's so neat. Yeah, it's it's fun having a front row seat, mm-hmm. especially to God's faithfulness when it's come to finances, yeah. especially over this last season when I know there was a lot of questions. Um, and just seeing God come through, yeah. um, seeing him be faithful has been good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's that challenge of trying to align everything, trying to keep all the balls in the air yeah. at the same time. Uh, what about a high point? What's what's a, a view of ministry that's a real highlight for you that maybe other people don't get to see? I think it's just that. I think it's just seeing God work, you mm. know, that front row seat that you just talked about. Um, just getting to view that and getting to worship him for that, giving mm. him the glory that he deserves for those things um, is just such an honor and and high point for me um, in my, you know, in my personal worship yeah. time and in my corporate worship time. Um, but really being able to see the ministry leads and what God is doing in their ministry and then yeah. getting to see their vision and then see that become a reality is just really neat too. Mm. It is It is a unique place to sit where you get to see all of that. Listeners, obviously, just due to the nature of finances, um, due to the nature of kind of the challenges with sharing stories about money, the nature of not being able to disclose all the information related to finances, we don't get to share a lot of the stories of faithful ministry that go on within our church, of people's generosity and people meeting needs. Um, So many things, and I know none of us to your, to your point earlier, we, we've tried to be above board in every way that we've handled finances and that whole I- idea. And so nobody has all of that information, but each of us gets a unique perspective. We get to see how God is working through the body right. uh, to be faithful and, and his generosity, his faithfulness to this church has been, yeah. what a legacy. You know, yeah. we haven't seen most of it, but just in the short period that both of us have gotten to see it. Right. It's been cool to watch. Yeah, and okay. it's almost better not to have the names and exactly. just to be able to give all the glory to God for exactly. that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Very good. Okay, finally, what what is one way that people can be praying for you or for this ministry area at the church specifically? Yeah, I think always that um, that we can have hearts. I think going back to Psalms one thirty nine, God mm-hmm. searches us and God knows us intimately, and He knows us well, um, not just on the outside, but what's really going in. Our, we know that our hearts are innately wicked, but yet God does amazing things with them, and so. He, um, but I think just the prayer would probably be just to um, be right before him mm. and to keep our hearts aligned and to keep my heart aligned with him. Mm. Yeah, I know as I talk with different ministry leads, I talk about talk with different pastors from around town, talk with ministry leads specifically at the church. It is, it is amazing how easy, how quickly we feel like we're... Um, in the line of fire, yeah. coming on staff at a church. And there's a tendency to think that some of the practical ministry, you know, yours or Tim or, or others, maybe don't feel that the same way the pastors do. But I, I got to think that if Satan can get at our finances, he's <laughs> get us to do something wrong in that area. We're in a whole lot of trouble there very quickly. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's, it's a day in and day out battle, mm-hmm. I know, for all of us. And that mm-hmm. prayer of asking the body to be praying for us, for our character, for our mindsets, for our... Uh, spirits and our encouragement yeah. uh, is a good one, admittedly. Yeah. So yeah, uh, right now we're praying, or we're I'm doing a study on the armor of God, and so mm. um, that just really hits home. The praying through and making sure that we are putting on our full armor and being ready for battle because it's happening, and yeah, yeah. yeah you feel it, you see it. 
Very good. Well, listeners, I do hope that you will take some time either now or ongoing um, and be praying specifically for this area of the church, for Tessa specifically, for her ministry here at the church, um, for her heart, for her motivation here in ministry, and also for those that there's a number that work with you, that help with counting the money, help with uh, providing the structure that we need in order to keep everything above board here at the church. And we're thankful, listeners, if you're one of those that does that, just let me say thank you to you for your faithful ministry on that behalf. It takes such a load off us knowing that that's being handled well. And, uh, and just that this whole area, um, that, that God would continue to provide, that he would continue to be faithful, that, uh, that he would show us what to do with the very practical resource of money that we have here as a church. That's just one of those things. Well, listeners, that's it for this week's episode. Hopefully, you've gotten the chance to get to know Tessa just a little bit more. Um, hopefully, you'll get the chance. Maybe you'll see her in the hall at some point. You can say hi and that you heard a little bit of her story and were encouraged by it. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Things that they don't know about the ministry? Um, thoughts that you have personally, Tessa? No, I think that's pretty much it. (laughs) Very, very good. Uh, I promise you, listeners, this whole area of ministry is far more complicated and more difficult than Tessa leads on. Um, But humility is something that you exemplify very well, Tessa. So thank you for your ministry. Listeners, we do hope this has been an encouragement to you as you've gotten the chance to hear from Tessa here. Um, And now wrapping this up, let me just remind you that as we head into another weekend, this coming Sunday, Tom will be continuing his series in Hebrews. He'll be looking at Hebrews 2 specifically verses 10 through 13. If you have time in your schedule, I'd really encourage you to go read those in advance of the message. Prepare your heart, prepare your mind for that message on Sunday. And we hope you join us at either our 9 o'clock or 1030 hours here at the church. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for taking the time to join us. As always, if it's been helpful to you, remember you can share it with someone, you can rate it, or you can comment on it to help other people find it. And we hope you join us again next week for Midweek in the Word. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To learn more about Faith Bible Church, please visit our website at www.faithbiblelincoln.org. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Faith Bible Church, Lincoln, Nebraska, or on Twitter at the handle at FBC Lincoln. As for this week, we'll leave you with Paul's words to Timothy. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith.